Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Welcome to the Sanitarium, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. Welcome our AM radio affiliates in a couple of moments. The craziness continues. I thought it was March Madness, man. Um, This is, what's this? December damnation, let's call it. That's right, December damnation, because it's absolutely crazy. All right, Tiger Woods and his annoying kid played golf, I guess. Like, am I the only one? Like, I wasn't planning on opening up with this, but am I the only one? It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. So he's got a kid, and his kid dresses the same. I tell you what, if I had a kid, the last thing I'd make him do is dress exactly like me, okay? I hate I hate that. I hate families that, like, take family photos and everybody looks the same. I don't like couples that dress the same. And I don't like, uh, you know, fathers and sons that dress the same. <laughs> All right. Now that I've gotten that out of the way. Uh, man, there's a lot of stuff uh, to break down. Craziness in the National Football League. Tom Brady gets shut out for the first time in uh, 15 years. All right. Uh, What's it? First time since 2006 he's been shut out. Yet he's also lost four of the last five times against the New Orleans Saints. I'm kind of kicking myself for not taking the New Orleans Saints on the money line, but come on, man. Who the hell thinks that the New Orleans Saints are going to go in there and do this again? Remember, they terrorized Tom Brady. We talked about this before the game. We were on the game live tonight. and We talked about it before the game, in which I, I, I brought it up. I said, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Remember last year, Tom Brady had his second worst game of his career last year. And it was in Tampa, too. The second worst game of his career against the Saints. The only time Tom Brady's ever beaten the Saints is when it mattered the most in the playoffs last year. Right? That's that's the only time it mattered. Um, and, and he did win that game. But four of the last five regular season games, man, the, the Saints, and oh, five overall, the Saints, all, all four regular season games. It's crazy. The Saints just own Tom Brady. It just it is. It is what it is. And the New Orleans Saints have played themselves into the, into the playoff picture right now. And I wonder, too, because, you know, nobody was talking about the Saints at all about making the playoffs last week. At all. Anywhere. No one, right? Oh, they're buried. Oh, they suck. Oh, they saw Hill. I wonder, who, who was it? Who was it that said, you know what, give me the Saints a plus 300 to make the playoffs? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was me. We told you. Listen, I haven't made the playoffs yet, but... Uh, the Atlanta Falcons lost today. What a shock. You know what? Who ruined your Sunday? That's who ruined my Sunday. They ruined Joe Ranieri's Sunday. Joe Ranieri had the over the football game. Couldn't get there because the Atlanta Falcons. I had the Falcons plus 10 points. Couldn't get there. Couldn't get there. They couldn't get there. Like, these guys, like, they had the ball inside. They had the ball inside the 10-yard line five times. They got three points. That's right. Five effing times they had the ball inside the 10-yard line. Five different, like, times. It was, like, first and goal, either at the 10, the 4, the 2, the 3, the 5, the 6, the 7, the 8, the 9. 
Matt Ryan. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morency. The mightier 1090. Let's do this thing. I've got one question for everybody. How the hell and why the hell is Matt Ryan in a Tide commercial? Oh, why? Because his name's Matty Ice? Oh, Ice Tide? And Stone Cold. You know what, Todd? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Stone Cold says that guy needs to chill out. Stone Cold's not even on the phone. He's just sitting there. How does he hear him yelling if he's not on the phone? Yeah, why do I notice this? Because I'm insane. And also, I don't like Matt Ryan. Listen, Matt Ryan's a nice guy, I'm sure, in real life. He seems like a very nice man. Unlike Matthew Stafford's wife, she, you know, Matt Ryan's wife's never, you know, she says you hawk tickets on StubHub to the rich people of Detroit, right? I got no beef with Matt Ryan, except he sucks. Sorry, Matt, you blow, all right? You know, why don't you send me some Tide so I can wipe away the stains of your another putrid, puke-like performance? It's the same crap. I don't know. Let's blame the offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, it's the head coach and Arthur Smith. I thought you were some sort of offensive guy. Offensive. The only thing offensive about your uh, your offense in the red zone, it, it was offensive. For the love of effing God, man. I know this was the game of the day that uh, we had to open up with, but that's the game that screwed me the most. Who ruined your Sunday, Sunday, Sunday? Seriously, I should have covered that game. Should have, could have, would have, didn't. I'm not one of these losers out there that tells you, oh, it was a good bet even though you lost. No, it was a bad bet. I'm a moron for believing that the Atlanta Falcons. I don't understand. Nothing ever has ever won in the city of Atlanta, all right? They're, it's like the biggest choke job. Like, I'm surprised. Like They choke so much in Atlanta. I don't know how Hollywood became like the porn industry hub. Should be, you know what I mean? Should be in the deep south. Should be in Atlanta. Nobody chokes harder, all right? The teams from Atlanta, except somehow they beat the LA Dodgers. You guys just torture me. You hate me, and I like you too. Sorry for calling you chokers, but Michigan's gonna beat the crap out of Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you need to know, forget about all your handicapping or all oh, three-point yards this and how many yards that. Whatever. One team's from Georgia, the other team isn't. Who you got? I'll take the team that's not from Georgia, please. The Los Angeles Dodgers should be ashamed of themselves for losing to a team from Atlanta. You don't have any affiliates in Atlanta, do we? It's all in love. Love! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Oh, yeah! The views and opinions expressed. 
expressed on this program do not represent our president, CEO, shareholders, or anybody else in between. And uh, Georgia is a great state. Atlanta is the best sports town in, in the U.S. <laughs> and uh, we take it all back. Uh, no, all kidding aside, you know how we roll here. Um, I got no beef with the city of Atlanta or anything. Anyone knows has been listening to the show for a long time. The Braves have always screwed me, right? I, I've lost so much money betting on the Braves over the years and, like, believing in the Braves, and they've, they've literally cost me, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. And then, of course, somehow they, they become, like, you know, team clutch when they play my Dodgers. The Falcons are another story. I don't dabble much with the Falcons. I'd rather dab than dabble with the Falcons. I don't do it much. And I had, you know, it was one of those games today. I was like, you know what? Today's the day. The Falcons are going to hang around in this game. And they did hang around. They did. They did. But you ever, like I've said this before, we'll bring Mo Khan in here in a second. But, you know, you, 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 you bet on a game. You know, I know we're going back a ways, but you have to have, like, a super better, super memory. I know Mo will remember the game. You remember, like, the um, – remember the Ryan Fitzpatrick game on the Jets when he threw, like – he literally threw seven interceptions? He, he threw seven interceptions, okay? And they still nearly covered. And I was on the Jets that day. <laughs> and, and I remember, like, it was one of those deals. I was like – the Chiefs threw, like, an interception, and Buddy on the Jets picked it off and was going in for a pick six. And I was like, for the love of God, I was like, please, please, you got to get into the end zone here, dude, because they won't score. They won't score if it's on the two, right? And lo and behold, he got tackled to the two, and Fitzpatrick threw a pick right away. And it was the same thing today. I even said it on the air. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons are so bad, dude. The, 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 the 49ers fumble the opening kickoff, and... They 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 got stopped on the goal line. <laughs> they got, they scored a touchdown. They got overturned. But my old deal is, and let's bring Mo Khan in right now. TSN Radio, former Concordia University uh, wide receiver, and uh, meteorologist, everything else in between. Mo Khan, man of the people, jack of all trades. What's going on, Mo? How you doing? I'm well. Yourself, Gabe? Well, you know, I'm I'm okay, Mo. I'm just I'm 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 hung up on the Falcons right now. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna move on from these losers, but. You played football. I just—it's baffling to me. So, and time and time again, they'd have—they'd throw a bomb and they'd get it on the ten. I was like, they're not going to score, and uh, and then they didn't. But we you know what drives me crazy. There was one of those series, is, and the game's still on the line. Boom! Big play, Falcons. It was a hell of a catch. They're set up shop. It's first and goal on the ten. They're down by seven at the time, or six or eight, or whatever the hell it was with the weird number going back and forth. So they're down. They're in the game. They're on the ten yard line. First down, they run the ball, Mo. All right? First down, they run the ball. They pick up six yards. It's second and goal from the four-yard line. I'm on the air during the game, and I said, for the love of God, please, man, just run the ball again. Right? You know you're going to go for it, so just run the ball three more times here. And No, and what do they do? They have Matt Ryan in the effing shotgun dropping back, trying to throw in the traffic when he's got a weak arm. He can't throw it with, with any velocity. And... He's never been good. Even when they had Tony Gonzalez, bro, they struggled in the red zone. And five times today, Mo, I added up five times, and they went for it every time except for once. They kicked the field goal. So they literally ran like 22 plays, bro, from inside the 10-yard line and couldn't score a touchdown, Mo. And why don't they run the ball? And I asked Kyle Turley this once, longtime lineman, and he said because the coordinators get paid a lot of money and they want to look smart. Simple as that. It, it's it's insanity to me, to me, Mo. Some of the decisions these coaches make, and Arthur Smith's an offensive guy too. Yeah, you know, watching that game and coming into that game, Gabe, that was actually a trap game for my liking because I thought the Falcons could perhaps pull off the road upset over the Niners. Well, you're as you know, dumb as I am, Mo. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I praise you all the time, but yeah, see, we all yeah. did, we all did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It, and I think in that game, like, like full props to that Niners front seven because they've been playing like monsters like they were two years ago, Gabe. And I think if they carry that recipe for the final four games of the year going towards playoffs, if they do qualify, uh, this won't be the easy one for any team that plays them in January football. But I think for the Falcons, for where they were, a uh, complete disaster from from pretty much the second quarter onwards for them. And, and probably a loss that probably eliminates them from any conversation of playoff talk for them. So I think at the end of the day, a bad loss for the Falcons, but a great win for the Niners to have that momentum now going towards the final three, four games of the year. 
You look at Matt Ryan, and I, you know, I think it's time right now. If you're the Atlanta Falcons, it's time. So what are you going to do? Like, I get it. There's loyalty in his business, and he's a good guy. He's been a great face for your organization. He's a class act, right? So there's nothing, no personal attack on on Matt uh, on Matt Ryan. Yet, you've got to move on. It's time, like, you let Julio Jones go. You let the coaching staff go. You're trying to take a step in, into the new new era here. And Matt Ryan's not the guy to do it with. And I thought, Mo, that he only had one more year left on his contract, but he's got two more. Right. He's got two more, but um, but the money, he's already been paid most of it now. So that was the deal. It's easier. It's less to deal with now, right, um, than, than with a three-year. But still, you're still on the hook. Yeah, this is the problem, man. They're still So he's owed $51 million still, bro. $51 million. Like, But I was going to ask you. I personally yeah. don't think that Matt Stafford is any better than Matt Ryan. Like, I think they're one in the same, and I think, whatever, Matt Ryan's actually been to a Super Bowl. But if I'm the Falcons, I shop them, and I get a second. You're not going to get the haul, whatever, but you get a second-round pick. You do whatever. If you're blank, eat some of the contract if you have to. Someone out there, there's going to be a need for quarterbacks, Mo. You know, tell me that, don't tell me that there's not a team out there that would say, yeah, man, Matt Ryan's an upgrade to what we have right now. And it's time. It would be a fresh start for Matt and his life, and I think it's a good move for his career. And, and it would be a fresh start. The Falcons need to get younger, and it starts with Matt Ryan, in my opinion. Well, I think he, like this, this year's quarterback draft class is rather weak. It won't be a franchise signal caller in this year's draft class, right? But then you have to factor in this, this scenario that perhaps Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers could be on the trade block. If that's the case, there might be a team that might say, look, we don't want to give up five first-round picks for Wilson or A-Rod to be our future quarterback. And maybe yeah. you're right. That it could be a Matt Ryan and a second if not a round pick. But the thing is now is that what team out there is going to look at Matt Ryan and say he's our missing piece that we need to make a run for a Super Bowl next year. So I think right now for him, if this could be his final four games of, as a Falcon, he's got to showcase to those teams out there that, hey, I am definitely a franchise guy. Can the Falcons get themselves some draft picks that they can use towards find themselves a quarterback of the future? That's going to be the question for this organization moving forward. And Sean McVay might do it. If he doesn't win, he'll blame Stafford. He'll throw him under the bus. Hey, Matthias, <laughs> our producer, Matthias here, he's a Falcon fan. What do you think, Matthias? You agree? It's time to let let him go. It's time, and like I said, not in a bad way, right? Like you're, you're setting him free. Let him go somewhere else where he has a chance to win. If, if I'm a Falcon fan, this is what I want. And it should have happened before. It's time to go, man. It's time. Because imagine next year, and then what? You're going to, oh, no, 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 one more year, he's a good guy. It's not about being a good guy. It's about building for the future. It's time to trade him, Matthias. Gabe, I think he has one more year left, but it's to groom another quarterback. I think the Falcons have to draft a quarterback, and you let Matt Ryan ride that year out, or you bench him halfway through it, or you trade him He's got him two next years year. left on his contract. You can't draft a quarterback and have a young quarterback lingering for two years. It creates a controversy. Then you try to get something in return, like you said, like a second rounder, but the Falcons will be a really bad football team next year without Matt Ryan. He's holding already, two feet right now. They're already a bad football team. They're not good now. He's not holding them up. Like, he's, I, I wouldn't they'd buy be a, Mo, They'd like, be a three-win team without him right now, Gabe. Maybe a three-win team, maybe a two-win team without him right now. I don't know. I, I disagree. I disagree. Look at the Baltimore Ravens today. With Ty, 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 Huntley's better than Matt Ryan is. Like, I'd rather have Huntley as my quarterback. Late-night anger management class. More remote caught on the other side. Matt Ryan's done, bro. He's done. Quit living in the past, man. <laughs> living in the past. Got to give it up. 28-3. It's done. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian. Those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Hey, Mo, you want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. Hi, I'm Gabriel Morenci. Welcome back to the Atlanta Falcon postgame show. <laughs> it's been 25 minutes, especially at Falcon Talk, and I'm not even done yet. But we're going to move on after this. We'll stay in the division with Mo Khan kicking it with us. So, one thing, Mo. And listen to this, Matthias. This is logic, all right? This is why. Uh, this, is, this, this is logic uh, here. But if you're the Atlanta Falcons, you're not winning right now. You're not about to win a division. Um, you know, you're flirting with the playoffs. Everybody's flirting with the playoffs. There's 28 teams came in today alive, all right? That doesn't mean anything. There's 28 teams alive. Um, so the Falcons aren't going to win. And this is my deal with this, Mo. Look at that division right now, all right? Look at the division yeah. that the Falcons are in. Tom Brady... Yeah, he's amazing and stuff, and he's going to play probably another couple of years, but he's still old. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be gone, and eventually the Bucks are going to be done. They're going to start from scratch again. They're, they're all a bunch of older dudes. They're mercenaries. Fournette, you know, AB's coming back and whatever. Godwin's younger. He's got bad knees already, and he just got paid. Like, they were done to pay him. I'm surprised they did. But nevertheless, so Tampa are built for the now, Mo. The New mm-hmm. Orleans Saints are sort of in between. Like, they're sort of, wow, we're younger, we're older, and, you know, who's our quarterback, and Winston's hurt, and, you know, they're on the hook for Taysom Hill for all this money. So the Saints are sort of who they are. The Panthers are a mess, and the Panthers are idiots. They don't know what they're doing, Carolina. So where I'm going with this is, if I'm Atlanta, I say, you know what? I know I'm not winning. We're not better than Brady. We're not even better than the Saints are right now. And... All these teams are going to be sort of at a crossroads in a year or two here. Let's get the head start on them. You got Pitts in here now. Now let's get some more younger defensive guys in here. Let's get a young quarterback in here. So in two years, when suddenly Brady hangs it up and goes to the beach with Giselle, uh, and the Saints are like just looking and scrambling around and doing their thing, and the Panthers will suck forever, then you've got everything in place, Mo. You see what I'm saying? I think that's why I'm saying it's time to start building for the future. You know, look at it right now uh, during the break here, Gabe. If the Falcons were to move off of Matt Ryan, they would take a $40 million cap hit for their dead money. Uh, and 40, yeah. 14, and they only have $14 million available right now going towards the 2020. Yeah, so they're offseason. screwed, in other words. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, damn for you, damn for you don't have a thing here. So they might have to bite the, the bullet and keep Matt Ryan for another year. But again, this draft class that we're looking at for 2022, it's not a strong quarterback class. So they might have to save themselves and keep themselves resigned to the fact that, look, there's no one out there that we can say that it could be a, it could be a legit dude to bring on as a future franchise well, quarterback and keep Matt Ryan as our guy for another year before 23, where you could get the kid from Alabama to be perhaps be your number one guy if he does project to be number one pick in 2023. Yeah. Um, it's a good point, though, actually. With this, and so they're, they're, they're on the hook for this, right? Because I was thinking, yeah. if you look at the Stafford, if you look at the Stafford and Goff deal, guys, the only reason that sort of worked is because they both made money, right? That was the thing. Because that's, that's why it worked, right? Because you're right. Like, yeah. 
Like, how are you going to trade Matt Ryan and the cap works unless you were to take back? Like, who's another quarterback that makes a ton of money that want to, you know, Russell Wilson? I don't know. Does Russell Wilson want to go to Atlanta? Maybe he would. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too no, sure. No, I don't know. That. I don't know. Like, like, let me ask you. Would yeah. you rather, moving forward, if you were Russell Wilson, would you rather be the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons or the New York Giants? I would look at the Giants because they're going to clean house and, and bring in a new GM, as we expect, and probably do that. Joe Judge. Nah, yeah, I, I think Judge stays. But, but the thing is, it, let's talk about the talent perspective. I'm just saying, right. put it this way: I'm just saying, Mo, that that um, the New York Giants are one of the teams on the list that he will play for. Basically, Russell Wilson has three teams that he, he said that, you know, he's told people close to him. And it's been, I can confirm from someone, and I don't really usually play this game, but I actually know someone that knows some. you know what I mean? And right. I was told that it's the, the New York thing is number one. And that's not even a secret, Mo. You remember two years ago when he went to that stadium, they asked him, yeah, well, you like New York? And he goes, oh, I've always thought about playing here. Nothing but great memories in this stadium. He won the Super Bowl there, right? Said right. nothing but great memories. I love New York. And they basically said, What are you saying? You want to play for the Giants? Said, Wow, you know, you never know what happens in the future. Like, you know what I mean? He threw it out there himself. And now it's it's been backed up. I can confirm it. I, I asked somebody, I said, What's the deal? And he said, Yeah, it's New York. He said, That's the preference, New York. Right? And I said, Really? The Giants, huh? And he said, Yeah, the New York Giants. <laughs> and and the other two, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Denver Broncos, and the third one, New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I don't and, think, and Saints don't have the money to do it, though. You you're, you know about the cap a lot. You know they don't have the money to do yeah, it. They're already up against you know. it. They, that's, they would have signed Odell. They couldn't afford it. Right, exactly. And if you remember last year, his four teams that he had desired to move forward, right, was the Cowboys, Raiders, uh, Broncos, and Saints. So I think now for Russell Wilson, I think we know he's at the end of his time in Seattle. The question now for Seattle ownership, which is actually transitioning out towards perhaps new owners for 2022 and beyond, do they pick Pete Carroll or do they pick Russell Wilson? If they pick Russell Wilson, do you pick a coach that he wants to have to be there? So I think right now for the Seahawks, they're in a predicament where they have to decide the future of this franchise, the quarterback or the head coach. But do you, you know, pretty much feed power to the quarterback to say, look, We'll get your head coach. We'll get you those C and make sure we build around this franchise because they've wasted his years and his prime years to not go as far as they wanted to in the last four or five years as a quarterback of the Seahawks. There's a lot of fascinating questions, isn't there, coming into the offseason. We're not even in the playoffs yet. We're talking about the offseason. But <laughs> no, but it really is. There's, 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 there's so many. Like, uh, like the Detroit Lions are a good example. Like if you're the Lions, you see Jared Goff's doing a great job for them. Right, he's leading. You know what I mean? He's a leader. He's been there. He understands. All right, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm going to be the scapegoat at times, but I'm also making a lot of money, and you know, I'm having fun here. And you see, they're very, they're, they're very competitive. They're nine and five against the spread. They've had a ton of injuries, and so you look at the Lions. I don't think there's any question. They're not taking a quarterback, in my opinion. Maybe Chris Spielman's running things now. Um, you got Campbell and Spielman. The question is. I don't even know if they're going to have the top pick anymore, actually. I think, you know what I mean? If they get Aiden Hutchinson, that'd be great. Kayvon Thibodeau, obviously, et cetera. But I wanted to ask you, Mo, your personal take. Not who you think gets drafted, but you personally. If you were like, all right, I'm taking the quarterback here. Which Let me name them out here. So uh, you've got uh, Malik Willis from Liberty. Yeah. Who tore apart Eastern Michigan, but, you know, whatever. That's not saying very much. Kenny Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, uh, Detroit Lions, I'm seeing um, a mock draft here that has Kenny Pickett going first overall. And see, that's, I don't buy that. When you're going to drop the line, they don't have any wide receivers. They don't have the full foundation yet. You're paying Goff big money to be the tackling dummy, etc. So they got Kenny Pickett going number one at Walter Football here, I'm seeing. And that's a good website. Walter Football do a good job. WalterFootball.com. So they got Kenny Pickett as the first overall pick. I vehemently disagree with that. I don't think. I think it's going to be. If the, and, and another thing is, I don't even know if the Lions are going to have the top pick the way they're playing right now. But between Pickett, Malik Willis. So you got like four or five guys that go in the first round. Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral. Uh, you got Matt, Matt Corral in Mississippi. And um, who else? Carson Strong, Nevada. 
So off the top yeah. of my head right now, Carson Strong, Nevada. None of these guys are really mega stars. I think people are overhyping Kenny Pickett a bit. I like Kenny Pickett, but I don't think he should be drafted um, that high. So you personally, which quarterback do you think is going to um, – and I know it's all about where you end up and stuff, but where, which quarterback do you like the best moving into the NFL out of this year's college uh, class? And who's the sleeper, actually, that you could get later in the second round, third round, that might be as good as some of these other guys? Who do you like the most? Uh, I'm a big fan of Matt Corral of Ole Miss. Uh, watching him play, if you remember in the COVID year last year, 2020, against Florida, I mean, that's where I really first caught my attention of what he did as a quarterback. And he you know, had a reckless 2020 year, but this past season for Ole Miss, he was much more composed, much more calm in the pocket. And I'll be curious to see how he does the eval going towards the NFL combine. And, of course, in his one-on-one team interviews, if he does move up the draft boards. Because, again, you think about it right now, right? There's always a team or two that would be desperate enough to move up the draft to take a quarterback like the oh, San yeah. Francisco 49ers last year with Trey Lance. Like the Cleveland Browns in 2018, when they took Bacon Mayfield as the first overall pick over the likes of Lamar Jackson and others that went afterwards. So there will be a team out there that will be desperate, whether it's Detroit or not. I think in that position where Detroit might be, which will be a top three pick for sure, they probably hope that they can trade out of it to acquire more graphics to work with and hope some team might be dumbfounded by the fact, hey, we fall in love for a Kenny Pickett or for Matt Corral, and we'll trade you three number ones to get that number two pick that you might occupy in about four weeks from now. So it'll be quite fascinating to see how this unfolds here. But if I had to take a quarterback that I like in terms of his tangibles, I think Matt Crowell could be a guy to watch out for in this draft board. He could definitely move up towards maybe the top 15, if not top 10, if the team really loves what he has as a future quarterback. You know what's funny, though, Mo, and everyone tuning in, I am Gabriel Redsey, is that every year, almost every year we hear the same thing. Oh, it's not a great quarterback class, not a great quarterback class. And as you stated, every damn year, a couple of teams go crazy and start trading up for these quarterbacks that no one likes, right? And supposedly. Right. And people buy for it all the time. Oh, no, no, and you're right. It'll happen. We don't you know who's the guy. So, Ken, you know, you got Kenny Pickett and the other guy so I was talking about was uh, Sam Howe. Sam Howe. I like Sam Howe, but he might be like a late first round, maybe, you know, second rounder, third rounder type, depending on. And uh, Desmond Ritter was the other guy that some people believe has worked his way up into the first round. We'll get most thoughts on this and more. My deal with Corral is, and I've watched uh, pretty much every game uh, this year, my deal with Corral is, I think he's too small and he'll be injury prone. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Or a mental patient, or a hillbilly, or a chimpanzee. 
the late night anger management crisis in sports rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. Throwing it down Sirius XM channel 159, a mightier 1090 San Diego, Southern California. Shout out to Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio Networks, and everybody else in between. All right, we'll, we'll get back to, to the games and what's going on here, but love talking about the, the draft and everything else in between. Uh, FanDuel have odds up actually for the first overall pick, and that's the thing. I was talking about like the, there's an assumption. Uh, oh, Detroit, Detroit. Detroit aren't the worst team in the NFL, guys. All right? And as it is right now, dear God, the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars would have the top pick again, Mo. The Jags would have the top pick again. Like, Detroit have won twice, and they've got one tie, right? So, uh, Jacksonville are 2-12. and 12. And Houston, Houston are three and eleven right now. I think Detroit probably have another win in them too. I don't think Detroit are thinking, oh, we want to get a higher pick. No, I think they they figure, hey, you know what? We'll um, we'll let the chips fall where they may. It, 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 that'd be crazy. Jacksonville's going to get the number one damn pick again. They'll go Kayvon Thibodeau, bro. They could go Thibodeau. They could, right? But but look at the investment they've made on defense last three, four drafts, right, on that side of the football. They might even look at the left tackle because Cam Robinson is on his last year's deal. They might even look at that young Alabama left tackle, Neil, to perhaps be that guy that they can bring in as the future guy to protect Trevor Lawrence's blind side. Because the offense right now, game, we look at it as a whole, they have a lot more question marks right now because of the lack of game uh, playmakers on that side of the football. So if you want to improve Trevor Lawrence's stock and get him the right pieces in place, left tackle might be the priority need for them and perhaps a playmaker at the receiver position. But that would be too high for it this year. So I think left tackle might be their, their question that they might look at and say, hey, can we look at Neil to be that future guy to protect the blind side of Trevor Lawrence moving for the next five to ten years as a franchise quarterback? Yeah, we'll see who um... – We'll see who their new head coach is going to be. Man, there's a lot, a lot of question marks. A lot yeah. of question marks uh, out there right now. I tell, I tell you that. All right, so it's question marks, man. There's been um, one big question mark, this this Cleveland Raider game. When did the Raiders arrive? I don't know if you know when they technically arrived in, into Cleveland because they didn't cancel this game till Friday, right? So I don't know if they've been, like, how long they've actually been in a hotel room just lingering around waiting for this stupid game to be played. What's your take on this game? And uh, it, it's too bad Waller is out still. We had Dr. David Chow on earlier, profootballdoc.com, former Chargers team physician. And he basically said that there's something else with, with Waller, but he doesn't know what it is, right? No one knows because he basically said the injury that they say that he has, he should be playing, Mo, but he's not. Right, he hasn't been playing, so I don't know what what that's about. But everyone we talk to says the Raiders don't have anything left. They're they're at the end here. Yeah, I don't think they're they're not a playoff team, but they have shown a ton of heart, a ton of resiliency. You're the Raider fan. How do you feel about this game? How do you think it plays out tomorrow? Five o'clock Eastern, nice and early. Yeah, nice and early, and also in Cleveland, right? So it's, it's I'm curious how the weather will be like in Cleveland on Monday, right, at that time of day. Because for Derek Carr, for this offense here, they don't have the horsepower to keep up uh, with the other teams in this in this division, in this conference. Now, the thing is, and I'm curious for the Cleveland Browns, this is their O-line. Their O-line's been banged up, Gabe. That's been the strength of this team here for what for why they've run the ball so well. If they don't have a healthy O-line, I'm not too sure how well they can establish a running game. Because if there's a strength of the Raiders, it's not front four. When they're on, they're on. When they're off, they're completely off. But if you talk about Nkwake, talk about Max Crosby, we talk about the interior of the two uh, D tackles. They can make things difficult for who might be quarterback for the Browns on Monday afternoon. So that's why it will come down to will be that front four for the Raiders. Can they create havoc? Can they create turnovers for this Raider offense here to give Derek Carr a better field position to work with? If that front four can't get to the quarterback, this could be one of those long days for the Raiders on the East Coast playing in cold weather in Cleveland. Yeah, but it's not that cold. It's not. It's like thir- it's 33 degrees. It's not going to be windy. It's an earlier game, too, so the weather will be fine. And it's not like the Cleveland Browns. It's not like the Cleveland Browns' offense is an explosive one either, right? I think it's a low-scoring game, but the odds makers agree. What's, so what, I don't, I don't want to put you on a hot seat, but uh, put you on a hot seat. What's your final score prediction? Ballpark. We won't hold you to a ballpark. Ballpark final uh, score. I think the Raiders do win this football game probably by three-plus points tomorrow afternoon. You're calling a Raiders win. 
Yeah, I, I, I am because you sounded so negative have, about them. You just sounded so uh, negative about them, and now you're picking. <laughs> you threw me uh, off, I, man. <laughs> I, I'm picking them, but but the thing is, the, the Browns have far too many personnel question marks, and it goes back to that O line. If that O line's not healthy, they're better run the football as well. And, and that's why you just don't know what rate of defense you'll get. Gus Bryant's been exposed as a DC at times by Patrick Mahomes the last couple of weeks or the last month or so. So if they can't get to the quarterback game, it's going to be a long day for the Raiders defense. But if they have one of those things where when you least expect them to do well, they do so well. I think tomorrow night they have a chance to probably pull off the victory here on the road. And also, if they do beat the Browns, that means they hold a tiebreaker over, uh, the, uh, over the Ravens over the Steelers, and over the Browns. So this is a big game for the Raiders from a playoff perspective. That, hey, they could have a tiebreaker and fetch over three teams, five, four, five, six, seven, going towards the final four weeks of the season. You know, it's crazy, too. You know the game is whacked right now when, like, there's no props up, Mo. Like, normally <laughs> now, the, yeah, like, nor, like put there's, there's props up for the Bears in a Vikings game, but there isn't yeah. for this one. Because, like you said, there – no one really knows. So that was the deal, too. And it's even harder with the media, Mo. It's like, you know, the, the, what's her name? Mary Shabbat? Uh, I got to go. I'm going to check her on Twitter. Here. Like, every you punch it in, it just pops up the same crap. Oh, they got COVID. Yeah, I know they have COVID. But as you stated, Teller and Wills, bro, the offensive line, that's key for them, right? That, that's, a key, that, that's a key for them. I think it's a low-scoring game, dude. But I'm thinking, you know. So you said three points. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, 16, 13, 2017. Like, like the, what's the total now? 41 and a half? Yeah, 41 and a half. Do you think there's going to be more than 41 and a half points? Like, all my scores, Mo, like, I don't think it's 24, 21, or 27, 20. Right? And sometimes, you know, guys were wrong, and you think, oh, this is going to be a low-scoring, weird game and stuff, and it is. It turns into be a track meet. But I don't get that feeling for this game tomorrow. I really do think it's it's like a playoff eliminator. So similar to, do you know what it reminds me of, Mo? Was today, and I bet the under today in this game, was the Bengals-Broncos game. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't going to be a track meet. You know what I mean? It's a playoff elimination game. Both teams are going to be kind of tight and nervous. And if anything, I think Cleveland will be a bit more nervous. They got their fans booing them and stuff. The Raiders are playing with house money, aren't they, Mo, at this point? Nobody believes in them. They've had every every reason to fold the tent, and they haven't. And they're still here. And if I'm the Raiders, I say, guys, let's go out there and have fun and do, you know, whatever happens going to happen. The Browns are the ones that are going to have people turning on them if they don't win. Yeah, they, they, they will game it. And I think also when you look at the flip side for the Raiders, though, their O-line is, is rather weak themselves, right? And you think about Cleveland's defense, who, who can block <laughs> yeah. Miles Carey? Well, the Raiders D line's great too. So let's bet over sacks, Mo. That's what we're trying to tell the people. (laughs) Bet over sack, (laughs) bro. Right, right. And I think I think you're right. Like the 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 over will be below that line. I think this is one of those games where first one twenty one wins. And I think if when you think about that Raider O line and how they cannot open up holes from the running game, and at times they've been exposed from the pass attack. You know, Rich Passaccia, the head coach of the Raiders, said, "Look, we can't run the ball." We got so nine nine out of ten times here, so it gets to the point where their has got to drop back, uh, maybe ninety percent of the time. Or if that's the case, he's going to get killed because those two D ends plus the depth that they have to work with are far superior than the Raider O line right now. So I think again, when you think about this matchup here, it's going to be the line of scrimmage battle that went to free either the Browns or the Raiders tomorrow afternoon. Slugfest, yeah, five o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Pacific. It's kind of weird. Oh, right, two o'clock Monday. Eh? Man, these poor bowl games. I'm all they get like Tuesday night, UTSA <laughs> and San Diego State are playing. Yeah, it's the same time as yeah. the Ram game and the Seahawks. It's like, you know what I mean? Like these poor kids. It's like, they're, it's like oh, one night we have the stage. Because you know they were told that too. You're going to have the stage to yourself. You're the only game Tuesday night, football game on TV. UTSA, San Diego State. It's like now it's like, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, we're going to have Washington and Philadelphia and the Rams on. <laughs> we have the Rams on uh, at the same time. But whatever, more football, more football, the better. Man, I'm looking forward to this game now just to see how it plays out. A lot of just – it's so intriguing and so critical as far as the playoffs are concerned. I like chaos too, and I kind of pull for the underdog. And the Raiders have been through so much. Um, I just I, – you know, the players just keep battling through this. I just think, yeah, we're looking at a close game. I'll tell you right now, guys, I'm taking the Raiders on a teaser uh, up to plus 10 under 48 and a half. And I think we're going to cash that sucker. What do you think about the uh, Vikings and the Bears game, Mo? It's uh, six and a half points right now. The uh, Minnesota Vikings. 
another critical, not playoff eliminator for Chicago, but it is for Minnesota. So it absolutely positively has to get the Pittsburgh overnight win uh, for Minnesota more. They need to win. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Doesn't mean they will, though. And Chicago can come in playing a little bit looser, getting six and a half points. What's your take on the Monday nighter, the real Monday nighter? Well, it's a standalone primetime game, right? And and you know the Viking and, and Bears Nation will want to fire Mike Zimmer and Matt Nagy respectively, right? <laughs> That's true, both. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty obvious, right? But if if the Vikings can get production from Dalvin Cook, given off given that he's come off a bad injury from a few weeks ago. That's going to be the difference in why they win that football game tomorrow night on Monday Night Football because of Dalvin Cook and the more he's at his health. Because, again, their receivers, they're dudes. Jefferson can win his battles in the one-on-one against the Bears secondary right now. And I think for that, Vikings to go as far as they desire, it's going to be the fact that it's not going to be Justin Jefferson, but the fact that Dalvin Cook will have to carry the load maybe 20-plus times and be the difference maker in this football game. Because, again, for this Bears team, that defense, they've been exposed. They're also undermanned themselves here. And I think they know, and reading reports today on Sunday morning, that Bears coaches are, are starting to look for other jobs right now. Yeah. So, mentioned <laughs> speaking here, how invested are these coaches, given that, hey, they know that they won't be in this position next season going towards 2022. So this game definitely has the Vikings for them to win it and perhaps keep themselves alive for a playoff spot. I like that angle, though. I got to be honest with you. I like that aspect of it. Although, it's a, if you want to know stuff, don't follow the, the, the insiders. Don't really know anything until 30 seconds. They just get the memo before anyone else does. They don't really know what's going to happen. You got to, you know, I've always said this, Mo. If you want to know what's going on in pro sports behind the scenes, you need to know their drug dealers, the strip club uh, people that work or whatever, the strip clubs that they go to. Or the real estate scene, <laughs> right? right? So, like, you know what I mean? Like, so as you stated, like, word is Nagy's putting it out there. If you need a coordinator, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting, like, basically he's telling people I'm going to get fired. Like, he knows he's getting fired. And, but I think, Mo, that can help a team. In a sense, not the team so much, but the coaching staff, F it. We got nothing to lose. Go for it. Hey, we'll throw the ball here. You know what I mean? Maybe it'll loosen them up a bit and just sort of say, you know, why play tight at this point? Because I never understand that, but when bad teams play really tight, it's like, dude, you're. this is why you lose all the time because you're tight, right? So sort of loosen it up. And Justin Fields is a hell of a player. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah, the Bears aren't playing for the playoffs, but you know Justin Fields is a competitor, and he's trying to make a name for himself right now. He's going to show up and ball here. He definitely will. And I think from Justin Fields' perspective right now, when you look at this team, right, this Bears O-line is terrible. Uh, they don't have playmakers on that receiving core to work with. And I think now for Justin Fields, he's got to showcase his skill sets to the next head coach, whether it might be Ryan Day or not, that, hey, you come to Chicago, you got me to work with, and we can build around this offense to get better playmakers to work down the road. It better not be Ryan Day. That'd be a bad idea. The Bears are full of bad ideas. That's a thing. Because even if they fire Nagy, the people running the Bears are like 113 years old, right? So who knows what they're going to do. They'll probably hire Doug Marone, to be honest. Late night anger management class. We'll wrap up with Mo on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? 
Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Oh yeah, the late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Mo Conda with us. We got Babano. Babano throwing it down with us. Sunday Bloody Sunday. Sirius XM Channel One Five Nine. Uh, a little bit later on, level three. Next hour, I'll just rage. We'll go over all the games. Uh, we got Mo Khan with us just for a couple of more moments. The, the, the Tuesday games are tricky. I mean, hell, we don't even know who's playing in about 15 hours' time, let alone who's going to be in the lineup for Washington. Washington getting six and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles. Seattle Seahawks and the L.A. Rams. Seattle are an interesting team right now, Mo. They've won two in a row. Wilson's starting to get in a little bit of a groove, and sort of what we talked about. It seemed like when they hit rock bottom, and it was like, well, guys, we're three and eight, right? So it's like we're three and eight. Instead of moping, they sort of said, well, let's just go and have fun today, and let's just see what, you know, let's just have fun today and try to win the game. And they did. And then they sort of had the same attitude the next week, last week. All right, let's just go out here and whatever happens, you know, let's see what happens here, put it out here. But now you look at this very, very fractured NFC playoff picture. Seattle are back in this thing. Like, they're right there. They got to win football games. The Rams sort of get a break and buying some time right now, but they could, they still might have a million guys out, actually, still. So I don't even know what the deal is. The point spread's really shot up, though. It's seven right now. Are you buying in that Seattle can hang around? For me, it sucks that Tyler Lockett's going to be out. But now I'm seeing reports that he might play, that he might clear the protocol again. So I don't know. My head's spinning with this stuff. You know, it's funny, Gabe. You look at the uh, top 10 NFL draft projection right now. That Seahawks pick is actually the top 10 right now going to this football game. So it's funny how they could yo-yo itself out from that top 10 if they do win. I no, they right owe it to the Jets. They, they owe it to the fight. Jets exactly. That's for right. Jamal Adams. That's right. <laughs> it exactly. makes it worse. Exactly. See, you're trying to make the playoffs even more then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so that's why it might yo-yo from a top 10 pick to being a playoff pick here. But the thing is, I, that, that point spread what it is right now, I'm not sure it would be close enough. But remember, the Jets have played the Rams very tight in the last Damn, right years here. I think it might be a low scoring affair themselves. Man, it looks like we're taking all the unders. Mo Cod, great stuff as always. Thank you very much, Mo. Like that anger magic. It's sports rage. Bring it. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right here. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.